0: Você está ouvindo to China Africa Talk.
1: Jumbo, eu sou a Bridget aqui. Eu tenho uma palavra na China na África.
2: Você écoutez o dialogo sino chino-africano com a Bridget?
1: Everything China, everything África.
2: Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com a Bridget. Olá, você está ouvindo o China Africa Talk com a Bridget.
1: Hello and thank you for joining us. I'm Bridget and welcome to the program. On this edition of China Africa Talk, we discuss the International Mental Health Day. Now, in previous episodes on this program, we've discussed mental health in relation to COVID and in relation to climate change. But today, in line with this year's theme of make mental health and well-being for all a global priority, we discuss why global mental health deserves more attention. Now, our two guest experts, Dr. Pamela Marawa, a Zimbabwean medical graduate from Fujian Medical University. University, who has also conducted research on mental health during the pandemic and co-guest Ms. Haiming Wu, a recent university graduate from Tsinghua University who has also conducted research on cross-regional health cooperation and mental health issues during the pandemic, especially for youth and people with disabilities and currently serves for the UNESCO Beijing office. Join us in this healthy discussion. Naomi and Pamela, welcome to the program. Oh, thank nice to meet you. For you. Great. And... Perhaps let's start with Naomi. Naomi, now looking at China, what are the fundamental reasons that mental health needs to be a greater priority moreover towards development? What's the general scenario? Just a brief idea of why this should be made a priority and is there any specific age group? or gender that needs priority when it comes to mental health issues from your perspective?
2: Yeah, Thank you for asking me. Actually, from my perspective, I've noticed that the mental health issue has been even more severe than ever under the backdrop of pandemic. Mm. Um, I just say that I have kept an eye on the digital gap between urban areas and rural areas. Under the pandemic, a lot of service are through the online ways, especially in China. So so its coverage should be reflected on because a lot of online services, they covers the urban area, mm. but for the rural area, people have really limited exposure to this information. Nice. Yeah, that's one thing. And the other thing is that in China, under the pandemic, a lot of students have suffered from school closure or the restrictions of transport. So a lot of students, especially school-age students or teenagers, have suffered from depression from their, uh, even their parents, grandparents, Mm. from their family. Mm. Like they are trying to focus on the screen every day instead of interacting effectively with their teachers or their teammates. That's another thing. So I Mm. think mental health is especially severe under the pandemic just in two things one is like the digitalization trend and another thing is about the closure yeah
1: Hmm. and perhaps what is the current state of mental health programming in development Uh, okay maybe let's focus on China including through developmental assistance what is the current state of mental health programming in China from where you stand
2: yeah Uh, China has placed the mental health even more prioritized than ever because like in the school system or like education system a lot of schools have involved mental health education into their education system but the one thing is that for the medicare system a lot of chinese hospitals has not involved mental health as the regular uh, treatment system yeah
1: okay i
2: think that's one of the most severe problem for the mental health treatment
1: Mm. and dr pamela Yes, You're from Zimbabwe and it's a pleasure again to have you on the program discussing these issues on mental health. I think we've had two episodes so far where we've discussed issues pertaining to mental health. How's the situation in Zimbabwe or in Southern Africa from where you come from? Looking at China and Africa, what are the fundamental reasons? that mental health needs to be a greater priority more over towards development?
0: Okay, thank you so much for the question. Compared to the previous years, we find that mental health incidence mm. has actually increased at a greater percentage compared to previous years. Mm. So um, it's really important that we focus more on increasing the awareness of mental health issues. Look at the research, it has highlighted that mental health in Africa has actually increased such that there are about 100 million people in Africa was mm. suffering from depression. And of the 100 million people, we find that about 66% are women.
1: Mm, okay, that's okay.
0: about twice as much as men and also adolescents are mainly affected by the mental health issues in africa if we look at the effects of mental health issues it gives us an idea that it has to be significant for us to focus on mental health issues for example mm. when you look at productivity the world bank has considered mental health is the greatest thief of productivity mm. of the economic life in africa so productivity and mental health is like a cycle and poverty as well mm. so these effects have very fundamental when it comes to mental health issues. And we also look at the consequences of mental health, mm-hmm. especially in Africa, for example, the disabilities. We find that millions of people are dying and are also having health issues, mm-hmm. and more healthcare costs are being spent on the consequences of mental health, such as disabilities. The consequences of mental health that we find are alcohol abuse or substance abuses. Mm. These problems highlight that there is an urgency and an emergency. For us to focus more on mental health issues in Africa. So yeah. it's very important and vital to invest in mm-hmm. mental health in adolescents and women to, in order to improve the, their health and productivity and the economy and to give a best chance for health life trajectory mm-hmm. and their foundation of, uh, for healthy deaf generations to follow.
1: Okay, so in other words, there could be no better time for this year's theme on mental health to be discussed.
0: It definitely is a better time, considering that we have had a lot of incidences of the pandemic and we have other disasters that have been happening recently. And I think it's the right time that we have this campaign of making healthcare a global priority because it's, it's a chance and an opportunity for many people, for people with mental health issues, mm. to collaborate with the people, with governments, with, with all stakeholders that can help with health, mental health issues.
1: Okay. And Naomi, still on the issue of development assistance, is this attitude in development assistance out of tune with campaigns for mental health we see in developed countries? From your perspective, what would you say?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question. When we comparing like the Chinese mental health system with the developed countries, mm-hmm. um, I just say the same thing is that in the urban regions, I'd say it is uh, quite close, uh, closer than ever mm-hmm. um, because it, the As I have mentioned before, like the education and also in the higher education institutes, they have involved mental health as one of their designed courses and also like designed Medicare treatment. But for the like schools or like other college students, we do not cover this part of uh, teenagers or school age students, uh, especially for their mental health. Because as you know, that under the highly competitive education system in in China, uh, i just say they have faced with two kind of pressures. One is Mm. from the competitive education system. And the other one is that under this um, pandemic, they have less than ever interactions with their teachers and their schools. So Mm. I just say the mental health system in China now, uh, the very big backdrop is that China has not evolved mental health in the uh, middle school or primary school system. And uh, also for like the Chinese Medicare coverage system, they have never covered uh, Medicare treatment, uh, like the treatment for mental health as part of its coverage system.
1: Okay. You brought some, some interesting facts there. Um, Pamela, I'd like to know from you, we've just heard from Naomi me the attitude in development assistance here in china if it's in tune with more developed countries from your perspective what is the progress that is being made on bringing a stronger focus on mental health in development programs in your country for example
0: generally in africa and okay in zimbabwe okay we have many challenges um when it comes to focusing on mental health issues because we already have economic challenges we have cultural challenges we have religious challenges mm. however despite these challenges, there definitely is a steady progress on working on mental health issues. For example, communities are actually starting to screen people and spreading awareness on mental health issues. And even some African nations and my country as well, they are trying to invest more on mental health issues than they have done before because the awareness has been raised by World Health Organization that these nations should invest more on mental health issues Mm -hmm. and encourage people to seek prevention. health.
1: Okay, and still on the issue of progress, you're a medical practitioner. What is the progress being made on bringing a stronger focus on mental health in the medical and social programs?
0: So, um, there definitely have been some progress that has been made, but I want to talk about the issues and the challenges that we've been facing in Africa first. Okay. For example, okay. mental health has not been a popular subject in okay. many African countries, and this is because the African countries we are still fighting a number of other. Uh, communicable diseases Mm -hmm. so as a result our governments are more prioritizing to help people survive in these communicable diseases more than mental health so they spend more money on these diseases which result in spending less money of less than one percent of their budget on mental health issues but now there is a progress like i said they're now investing in mental health and some of the progress that are being done is improving accessibility to mental health services they're increasing the screening programs like i've said before they are increasing mental health awareness through different programs mm. and campaigns and there's also placement of hotlines mental health emergency services and in africa we normally use like cognitive behavioral therapy has been helping a lot of people with depression okay. okay also the healthcare professionals are now being trained to recognize mental health symptoms earlier and recommend treatment to their patients for example in zimbabwe the primary care clinics in harare have introduced a counseling intervention delivery by health workers it's called friendship bench okay okay, which is significant for improving people depression anxiety disabilities and any other mental health related problems so really it's it's actually refreshing to see this and on the other hand we find that community-based interventions are also collaborating with religious and traditional leaders in order to increase awareness and try to combat anti-stigma on mental health issues yeah
1: We'll see you there. Naomi. Yes. Focusing on mental health in a humanitarian response is important, but how does this assist with long-term mental health issues? Now, I'm asking you this question based on your portfolio. You've worked with UNESCO, which also offers humanitarian support.
2: Yes. Yeah, I just say for the humanitarian project concerning mental health, like we have several steps. One of the very first step, like I think China has done well, is that the mental disease, disease or mental issues such as depression has already caused the public's attention. Mm. Yeah, that's the very first step. Mm. And the second step, I'd say, is from the economic way or like from the systematic way to support it. Mm. Like for the African countries, UNESCO has a systematic support for supporting these school-age girls and women to empower them and also to help them with a lot of health issues, especially for female related issues and also including like mental health issues we will have a very supportive system for them Mm -hmm. uh, especially through like economic or educational way i think maybe uh, like mental health is really different from like pamela has mentioned the physical diseases right it should be supported by other ways as well Mm -hmm. like from economic way and also from educational way Also, I think the very fundamental and maybe the the final step would be that we need to build up very resilient institution or system to support it in a long term way. Like we should include mental health treatment in our Medicare system and we should include mental health in our education system. Mm. And also we need to prioritize it in our social life, like work life and also for Chinese people, like we say, work Environment. Mm. We should place mental health as one of the very fundamental health issues as well.
1: But uh, is there a point when mental health support is considered complete from a humanitarian side? Is there a point where humanitarian organizations say we've done our best or we keep finding ways to improve and adapt to solving things?
2: Mm, I just say for the humanitarian mm. organizations, we are quite different from the government. We are like supplemental and... And also, like we are initiating a lot of things, Mm -hmm. Uh, like as mentioned in the SDG uh, 16, we wanted to build up a more inclusive society. Mm -hmm. So national governments, they are trying to reach these SDG, Sustainable Development Goals. Mm -hmm. They really wanted to build a very inclusive society for the disabled, Mm -hmm. for the mental disabled and also to build up a very inclusive community for people to deal with these issues together.
1: And looking at the current global crises in our regions, in our countries, the climate change, disease outbreak, food shortages, how do you prepare for and cater to the diverse mental health needs? Because they're diverse. Yeah. One minute mm-hmm. you're hearing this look, disease outbreak, this food shortages tomorrow, uh, this climate changes all of a sudden. How cater for diverse. Mental health needs that are caused by such crisis.
2: Yeah, it's a very good question because, like everyone here, are faced with the the stronger pressure than ever. I'd say, mm. uh, maybe for in the past few decades. Yeah. Uh, first, we should cater to or ask for help from our institutions, like mm. from our communities. We have a lot of community organizations in China, and mm. uh, they are grassroots, and we can look for help there, like maybe talking with people in same situation can help release relief and also like we need to cater to some institutional help such as uh if we are involved in the universities or like we are involved in several social societies we Mm. can look for help there secondly i think we should look for some professional help in mental health treatment i think uh, there are more and more professional mental health practitioners in china than ever so we need to look for some professional help then and also i think a very basic way to deal with mental health is that we need to treat our pressure very objectively like Mm -hmm. this pressure is faced with everyone not just me but the way to deal with it i think maybe we should focus on the roots of my mental pressure apart from the medical treatment we need to look into the roots of why i have these mental issues maybe there are some economic reasons or like other like social issues that mm. co- has caused my pressure so i think when you look into the roots maybe you will be quite reflective mm. and also you can deal part with your mental health issues like you understand why you have faced with such kind of pressure and you can deal with it uh, partly.
1: Okay. Um, Pamela? Naomi just shared how we can prepare for and cater to the diverse mental health needs perhaps caused by these diverse global crises. On your end, I'd like to know from you, Africa with all its diversity in religious and cultural groups, how's it focusing Mm -hmm. on prioritizing mental health in your region in Southern Africa?
0: Like I said before, mental health is like a taboo topic
1: okay. in
0: most African cultures. Some related to spiritual issues and mm. some think it's the devil's spirit or something like that. So um, these beliefs cause stigma and discrimination and make people hide their mental health illnesses mm. or their family's mental health illnesses. So um, that's actually a problem when it comes to religious and cultural groups. However, now we find that the other problem is that um, financial issues also make people not afford healthcare services. So, people will resort to these cultural and religious interventions when it comes to mental health before they approach the healthcare intervention as well. So, um, in order for us to help each other, we need, mm-hmm. also need to respect the cultural and the traditional beliefs of people. So, um, what they are doing in Africa mostly, they are looking for ways to collaborate the formal and informal healthcare services in order to help people combat uh, mental health issues. So Mm -hmm. it's a collaboration between the religious, the um, traditional and the healthcare services and finding ways to help people with their mental health issues, considering the effects of financial issues and Mm -hmm. their beliefs.
1: Okay, Naomi, creating a systematic change is probably unlikely to be achieved by 2030. Realistically, what should we be aiming for?
2: Yeah, by 2030, like uh, we have already published the the UN report mm. uh, last year, like it is said that it is really unlikely unlike- to reach all the SDGs. Then. Mm. Uh, but I think the, the meaning of SDGs is not setting about setting a deadline, but okay. it is setting a um, like, uh, priority in our development. Mm. Like it has pointed out and initiated that we should focus on a lot of things mm. uh, by 2030. Mm-hmm. And uh, But in the short term, um, within the UN system, we have said a lot about uh, what we need to do in the last uh, eight years by 2030 and in the short term i just say that a lot of supportive project to make us closer to these 2030 objectives is made and i think that's the meaning of 2030 it is not about like if we miss the deadline it will be nothing but if we get closer to it then last year, it could be better. But the situation is that the pandemic has worsened that situation. Mm. And we need to admit this fact, and also we need to focus on how we can treat this crisis mm. and also to find some experience that we can do better in the following eight and more years to follow. Because I just say the pandemic is, uh, maybe we just say it is unique in the modern history. Mm. Uh, because I. In 2030, we were saying that we need to achieve a lot of sustainable development goals then. Mm -hmm. But now we have faced with the very deep crisis now. So I think we can build up some experience now to share with our following generations. Mm. That's
1: the meaning, yeah. Pamela, just to mind off, on this zip. as I mentioned earlier, we've discussed mental health in relation to COVID, in relation to climate change, and this year's world theme mm-hmm. is make mental health and wellbeing for all a global priority. Now with all the disasters that have occurred since January, could this be the best time to making mental health a global priority? Can we say this year's mental health awareness day theme fits in line and what else can be done in future to bring this to reality
0: yeah thank you for the question i really think it's the perfect opportunity for many people to be able to access mental health services because of the things that have happened before. A lot of things have happened since COVID-19 and there are a lot of disasters that have also happened since January. And because of social media, because everyone has access to news, everyone has access to any information, bad or good, it's very easy for people to get um, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is very important that, um, and it's the, it's the best op- opportunity for people to um, get mental health services. And what can be done is spread more awareness on mental health, to spread more awareness on how people can help themselves on an individual level and on governments, how they can intervene and help communities and how communities can also help people and how the World Health Organization also can help raise awareness on this issue.
1: Naomi, just to wind off, I'll ask you the same question. As we approach World Mental Health Day, can we say this year's Mental Health Awareness Day theme of make mental health and well-being for all a global priority is in line? And what else can be done in future to bring this to reality? Yes, for
2: the mental health part, I would say that the very good thing is that the, the closure or like the lockdown uh, due to the pandemic has been quite flexible these days in China. And also mental health issues has been illustrated in several ways in China, like in the rural revitalization, Mm. and also like in our like China Health 2060 project. And it has been illustrated or like elaborated in several Chinese important strategies. So Mm. it is only included in a education part mm. or in health part. So it has been illustrated in a several ways. I think it is a very good way to approach it. Like for the rural revitalization part, China has focused on to build uh, building up the rural or like the community-based health, mental health treatment mm. communities and hospitals there. And also for like uh, the schools, they have all set up the, the mental health hospitals and also included as the, the important courses. Mm. So for China, I think it is one of the Chinese characteristics. Like if we wanted to focus on one priority, it will be prioritized or mainstreamed in several important strategies, mm. not only in one direction.
1: Yeah. Dr. Pamela and Naomi, thank you for your time and for sharing your insights on why global mental health should deserve more attention.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having us.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.